welcome to the Stand Up To Anxiety podcast. I'm your host, Lucy J. Smith, and I'm here to help you with your own anxiety after my struggles. This podcast is full of practical, simple tips and techniques to help you stand up to anxiety. For more support, resources, and to become a member of the Mental Wellness Club, please go to my website, lucyjsmith.com. Right, our next guest is... Lucy Smith. Very excited to have Lucy. She's a mental health advocate, author and podcaster. She has an Instagram account which offers tips, support and encouragement, techniques and tools and podcasts and kids resources as well as a book and a journal. Lucy, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. It's very, very exciting to have you. First of all, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked Saha. What are your top three tips for staying mentally well? So I think the first one is to be really, really aware of it and to try and understand it. Um, So I know for me personally, with my anxiety, I didn't really know how to manage it and how to work on it until I first accepted that it was anxiety and learned how to understand that as a mental health condition. Um, The next one is, once you understand it, to create a toolkit to help you with managing your mental health. So... For me, that involves things like visualisation and mindfulness and meditation, exercise, eating well, drinking lots of water, all those kinds of things. So create your own toolkit. And lastly, to make time for yourself and not feel guilty about it. So make it as a priority in your life as much as you would um, everyday things like going to work and sleeping, make self-care and looking after yourself a very important priority. Thank you for those. Lucy, how... how how do you think it is for us to be really honest with ourselves? I think, yeah, I think it's really hard. Um, so for me personally, I kind of accepted that it was who I was and that nothing could change about it. And mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people have that and they feel like they can't change it. They feel like, I mean, I didn't even know that mental health conditions existed. I hadn't heard of anxiety and depression until I was diagnosed, mm-hmm. but I think that's the the case for a lot of people. They don't really know how to understand it because they're not educated about it almost. Yeah. And what sort of things do you think um, would be would be triggers now that you have come to recognise your your own anxiety and be very honest and open to yourself about it? What triggers could people listening to this show look out for? Because I think part of the issue is because not enough people talk about it people don't recognize that what they're feeling might be part of an anxiety process what sort of things could they be looking out for yeah definitely so I think um if you're feeling like withdrawn I think that's a really Mm -hmm. common common symptom yeah um you're struggling with overthinking worrying a lot so for example I used to lie in bed and go over every single conversation I had that day. Oh my gosh, I, still, I know what that's like. <laughs> I still occasionally do that now, but luckily I've got um, journal prompts in place to help me with that now. Um, so I think those are probably the two most common symptoms. Um, also, things like avoiding activities. So if someone's invited you out for a meal or a social occasion and you either say no and you make up an excuse or you say yes and then actually pull out later on and say that you're not well or that you've got other plans, um, things like that, and trying to avoid the situation, I think, is is another way to realise that something's wrong. 
Thank you. Would you agree that a lot of people might have found themselves in this position um, after lockdown? Because I think some people have sort of described some of those symptoms and felt that those were new things for them. But the anxiety of going back out again and socialising um, has, has some people felt felt a bit much. Do you think that's something that's that's sort of increased since lockdown? Yeah, I've had a lot of people tell me that exact really? thing. Um, also, a lot of people that were struggling with anxiety before, and myself included, have had new triggers come up. Really? Or things that, like for me, I'd worked really hard on my social anxiety, and I was at a point where I was really comfortable with it, and I was beginning to get used to it. Yeah. But now I've kind of slipped back into those old habits and feeling a little bit more anxious about it than I was before lockdown, definitely. Yeah, of course. And you know, this is interesting thing of taking time for yourself. Gosh, I think we all struggle with the guilt that can surround that sometimes, don't we? <laughs> um, what, what do you have to say to people who say, look, I would love to have time for myself, but that's selfish, surely? Yeah, I think a lot of people think like that. Um, I would definitely say that even though it feels like you've got everyone else to look after, maybe kids or yeah. family members, partners, obviously colleagues, you've got work, you've got everything going on in your life. But I always think if you make time for yourself and you put self-care as a priority you'll actually perform better and help other people better in all other areas of your life so you'll be a better mum a better dad better partner better work colleague by putting yourself first and making that time for yourself because if you put your mental health first everything else it's just a lot easier to manage I couldn't agree more I think some of us learn the hard way don't we (laughs) that actually if you're not happy in yourself you can't really be there for everybody else that you need to be and um gosh time is flying but I want to ask you please you talked about a toolkit what are three things in your toolkit that you would like everybody listening tonight to mental health matters to take on board that you think are really really helpful simple tips and tricks that they can do every day So the first one would definitely be mindfulness. So just taking time to be present and notice the things around you. So it could be something as simple as looking out the window and noticing three things that you can see. Um, Visualisation is one that I absolutely love using, particularly for my anxiety. I've also used it for confidence as well in the past. So imagining yourself in a situation where you feel anxious, but imagining yourself feeling really calm and comfortable there instead. And that's a really helpful tool that I use. Great. And the last one would be journaling. So making the time to write down how you're feeling, what's been going on for you, and trying to help express how you're feeling because it can be really hard sometimes to talk to people about it. But if you can write it down in a journal, even if you keep it private, that would be really helpful. Brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us. I tell you, I've learned a thing or two just myself right now, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Thank you so much again. And um, I shall be following you on Instagram because I think I could learn a few tips and tricks from you. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you love this podcast and find it useful, please leave a review. I absolutely love reading them so much. Head over to my website to stay in touch, lucyjsmith.com.